Hey everyone, coming up, we're about to get fast and furious as we talk about Halloween Horror Nights, uh, all the information with that, houses, scare zones, shows, and so much more. Coming up live from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. This is episode 54 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Universal Orlando vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of this show that we do. I am your host... Craig Williams, that's me. Are you? And yes, I am. Uh, I was just—I was quite unsure for a second there, but I pulled <laughs> it back in, and I realized that I am, in fact, Craig Williams. And I am joined today with Rhino Clavin. Hello, hello. And then on the other side of me, Jenny Lind. Hey guys. Hello. Back in the controls. He's back after a month-long hiatus. I don't know if he uh, his character was getting written off the show or what, but. Whoa! Zeus does not agree with you. Zeus did not agree, and that's why we've got thunder in the background. Uh, that's right. Don't you dare disparage me. What, what an intro you just got. Yeah, the, <laughs> the really terrible part is if I would have just said your name, and yeah. then the thunder then boom, the thunder. it would have been pretty epic, that but instead cool. I was... Uh, I ruined it. If so. that even comes across on audio, I'm not sure. Producer Dustin West is in the back. Thanks for having me, Craig. Anytime. Anytime. You know. I know you don't like to be a part of this show, but we enjoy you being a part of it. Yeah, um, I hate it. Okay. Well, <laughs> just, you know what? Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. And I'll leave it at that. All right. <laughs> oh, we've got a huge, massive episode coming up. Uh, I don't know how this is going to go, honestly, because I was up until about 5 o'clock in the morning. Uh, there was a couple big announcements that were made last night and just this week in general. Um it's been quite the crazy week for news uh, in in terms of Universal Orlando, and it just it feels like it's been a freaking roller coaster ride because we're just getting off the D twenty three train, dealing with all that on the Disney side, mm-hmm. and now we're bouncing around with all this Universal stuff, and Question. I am just tired. Do you yes. think that they did that purposely? Do you think they held off on their big announcements till after D twenty three, so they had something to follow up? Um, no. <laughs> but we'll get to that. Okay. Um, we, we'll we'll get to that very shortly. Uh, I just wanted to give everyone the heads up at the top of the show. Uh, if you also listen to the uh, the Disney World Orlando edition of the Diz Unplugged, uh, that you can find at disunplugged dot com, along with show notes and so much more from all of our other shows. Uh, you'll know that I said we were going to do an email episode on this one, and. I I don't want to disappoint you if you send any emails. We actually got a lot of emails right there in the past uh, in the past couple days just after announcing that uh, we will get around to reading all of those emails. I promise. Okay, don't be sassy. <laughs> I'm trying to interact with people. I can't do it. Oh, good. Sorry. Fantastic. Uh, no, I I promise we will get around to actually reading all of that stuff and uh, trying to help answer your questions. It just is not going to happen, this one, because we have too much. And I feel like I keep saying that. So does anyone else have any other housekeeping before we can jump into this? We have too much stuff going on. Nope. Nah, bro. Nah? Nah? Okay. Well, 
then uh, let's talk about what is buzzing. I hate myself. Yeah, you're okay. really you're really only here <laughs> right now for the cookies for to fill the seat. There's no cookies. I don't know. Yeah, what the? <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I had a lot of cough syrup this morning. I'm sorry. Fantastic. First up in the buzz, Fast and Furious Supercharged. Yeah, I know I got loud there. Deal with it. He's mm-hmm. just He's so supercharged. supercharged. Yeah, Fast and Furious <laughs> Supercharged. Coming to Universal Orlando, specifically Universal Studios Florida, in 2017. Um, so this news really comes as no surprise after, uh, well, Fast and Furious Supercharged open up as part of the tram tour in Hollywood earlier this summer. And uh, right now, Universal seems to be stuck in this phase, not all the time, but just kind of with like Transformers and a couple other things here and there where they just want to repeat everything they're doing. And so uh, Fast and Furious Supercharge will be coming to our side of the United States. Um, However, I, I know I just said that it's kind of thought to be a clone but at the same time we don't exactly know what it's going to be well we don't have a tram tour for one exactly that is that is the good point of it and two um i don't want to get into logistics and details and talk about what is closing yet to make way for this because that's going to be the second item in buzz but um the area that they are taking to build this attraction is completely massive compared to the footprint that the Fast and Furious supercharged uh, site on the tram tour has. I mean, it's it's massive in scale, so they've got to be doing something more. But uh, the official Universal Orlando blog wrote this description out for it. Uh, they said, This ride is going to fuse everything you love about the films with an original storyline and incredible ride technology. What do we love about the films? That's I the just, question yeah. I have to ask. The right? ride. <laughs> let, let me keep going here. Let me keep going. <laughs> okay. I don't like to hear myself speak, but let me go. Uh, you'll get to check out some of the high-speed supercharged cars you've seen on the big screen. You'll be immersed in the underground racing world made famous in the films and explore the headquarters of Toretto and his team. Then you'll board specially designed vehicles for an adrenaline-pumping ride with your favorite stars from the films. Now, talk amongst yourselves about... Everything we love about the films. I don't know that anybody cares about the films. I have never personally seen any of the Fast and Furious films. You don't see the Eddie? I haven't no, either. So I, have, oh. so I know that I was pretty judgy just a minute ago, but I have to okay. scream apathy here. I don't care. I've never seen them, and I don't know. Ignorance I've, as well. So well, I've seen the first, second, and... Sixth. Sixth, yeah, yeah. But... The I can't remember the first one at all. I owned the second one. I know that. So I've what seen about that one repeated. Number three, Tokyo Drift. No, my 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 stepdad has that one. I know that, but he he builds cars and races and stuff like that. So the, his speed, um, which is fine. And I saw the sixth one because the fifth one was like the surprise hit of the series that basically like brought that, the life brought back it back. Into it. Was yeah. that Fast and Furious? No, that was that was Fast Five. Yeah, and then five. it went into Fast and Furious, and then. Now it is Furious Seven. No, Furious, no, no. no it went into Furious Six, or it was Fast and Furious Six, but they were marketing as Furious Six. Fast and Furious was, was four, four okay, because yeah. that was when they brought Michelle Rodriguez's character back in, but then she like was dead, but then she came back again. I don't. So <laughs> explain this to me. Is this some kind of place... pop culture phenomenon that has just totally escaped me? Well, I don't care anything about this. I never I hear anything about it from anyone I know. I, I think it's a very key demographic that 
is flocking to Hollywood to actually experience its attraction. And I think that same key demographic will eventually come here to see it as well. And let's talk about numbers. Uh, we, we've talked about Fast and Furious a lot on this show in past months leading up to this official announcement. Uh, and we kind of followed Fast and Furious 7 along that way. Uh, the, the final box office numbers, because it's about to hit Blu-ray here real soon, um, it made over $351 million at the domestic box office. And overall, worldwide, it grossed $1.5 billion, yeah, making a- it the fifth highest grossing movie the new one, yeah. yeah. Okay, was, so it is something that oh, no, yeah. I, is just escaping well, me personally. Very, Everyone else popular. loves Sorry, it. Sorry, Dustin? China. There was also buzz around this particular film because it was um, uh, Paul, Paul, Walker. Paul Walker's final uh, appearance oh. in this. Okay. Um, that, in the same way The Dark Knight was, was Heath, Ledger's. Heath Ledger's final, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, a big movie like that. I think it had some significance to the fans and to other people who were fans of Paul Walker that came out to the theaters. It had some buzz around it because of that. Okay. I think that, I, ex- that. I think that explains the domestic boom. 351 seems really high for domestic. I think, uh, Maybe two hundred million for this domestic would have been more in line, but I think with Paul Walker's demise, uh, that's a really dark way of putting it. <laughs> yeah, um, Jesus. With Paul Walker's unexpected death, I think that helped boost it up and get that extra number. But it's still the worldwide, as the Rhino f- said, China. It was like the biggest yeah. movie they've ever had. It was, it yeah, and it's still. I think it's still going pretty strong over there right now. Um, but also, the fifth and sixth one did really well here too. Like, like the fifth one did, was the surprise hit that like they just were like let's just go all the way out and that was the one that turned it into like a bank heist movie and then the other ones kind of have followed suit and that's also where they added the rock so they always say like the that's where the rock was starting to get his um uh his uh what am, what am I looking for here Juju? reputation of know. like a uh, franchise reinvigorator because then he did Journey Two and that was a big deal and then he did um. Mm, I don't know if you can call G.I. that G.I. a big then, deal. Well, Journey I, Two. I I think it made a lot of money. I think it it did. I and I, as far as I know, they're going to do a third one. So I don't. Like, that was all well, about the Hutch. I like the, the Rock, Hutch. so <laughs> that has it going for it. But hmm. <laughs> okay, well, let's wrap this back in. And uh, so, Fast and Furious Supercharged. It's now officially coming. Um, we'll wait to see what it's going to be like. I, I don't even want to speculate on it. Oh, come on, Rhino. Uh, even whenever you're not at the Switcher, you're still screwing up. Uh, in the chat room. Good God. Um, I don't want to speculate on anything because we really don't know anything about it. And I don't want to sound like an idiot later on down the road because of it. But look for it in 2017. What does that mean is going because of that? Well, next thing that's buzzing, disaster. It's a... That's what you should. It's a major. It's a, it's a. And then you should switch to disaster. Disaster. It's a major motion picture starring you. We'll be closing on September eighth. But you know what? For Whoa, rest, wait, rest like this. Wait, one rock coming for up another. In a week. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I got to get my kids yeah. on that fast then. Huh? They got to go see the rock on there, and then they got to come back and see the rock in uh, Fast and the Furious. Universal was like, "Don't worry, everybody. We still got." Yeah. Him. Guess I, what? He might even be in the Mummy. You never know. Right? Yeah. I, yeah. I, they're going to go do a refurbishment for a Scorpion King overlay into the mummy. <laughs> That's just what. 
everyone wants. That's when you know that the uh, universal creative somebody's got a brain aneurysm that's about to it's <laughs> <laughs> about to go. Okay, well, still. I knew you were going to bring up the whole rock thing, moving from one attraction to the next. Mm-hmm. Now that you got it out of your system, uh, I like the rock. Never bring it back up again, please. It's done. Okay, it's time. Um, so yes, spoken. disaster will be closing, and that leaves, like I've already mentioned, a lot of space. Uh, it's really sad to see disaster go. Uh, I know people who love this ride absolutely love it. Sorry, not not ride attraction because. Um, if you don't know about disaster, it's it's really an experience. It ends with the big earthquake section that they kind of developed from the studio tram tour in Hollywood that everyone knows and loves. But leading up to it, it's this goofy, bizarre journey into disaster studios with the one and only Frank Kincaid, played by Dustin's favorite you, actor. You gotta know that disaster, it was refurbed about eight years ago, and it included... Christopher Walken in that role of Frank Kincaid, you know. <laughs> you just stopped there. Scene. <laughs> you just stopped right in the middle. But uh, yeah, it's it's really a shame that it is one of the biggest examples of how movies are made. Even though you know it's a whole rushed attraction with some green screen and pulling the actors up and putting them through that. Uh, it's a big loss in terms of universal studios being that look into the backstage. We've talked about it enough with, um, with Hollywood studios as well too. These parks are just going into immersive parks now and putting you in the movies, which was always their kind of slogan slash tagline. But at the same time, they also like to put in that little backstage twist, and that's just going now. Rhino, somebody you? just made a comment about your impersonation, and they were like, "It's not great." No, but they were. Well, somebody said it was great, and then the next person went, "Was that Travolta?" And hey. then somebody said it was a Cosby Travolta mix, and you kind of know with the Cosby and the Travolta, you. Uh, okay. I can't go I'm any sorry. further with Cosby anymore. Yeah. I'm sorry. We're. Uh, I'm not editing that out, but or <laughs> just uh, whoa. If you're listening, uh, no stance on Bill Cosby on this show. Okay, Brenda is not going there. Um, disaster going away along with it. Uh, Beetlejuice's graveyard review, which we got, is also it. dubbed in this one. Beetlejuice's graveyard mashup because they changed it from. Uh, hit popular songs to now hit popular mashups in no way inspired by shows like Glee that right. made mashups <laughs> obnoxious to the entire world. Is a mashup the same thing as a medley? No. A mashup is oh. whenever... An, uh, two songs together. Yes, two songs together made famous by Glee and Pitch Perfect. So kind of like, uh, like the Grey album kind of deal. The, the Jay-Z and Beatles black album and white album combined into... Nope. That would be heresy. <laughs> well, it's like 10 years old at this no. point. I, no. It's, any, rappers have always mashed stuff up. But it's been ignored because rap is just a silly genre of gibberish. Gibber-jabber, That's as Bill Craig Cosby would Disney. say. Or wdwinfo.com. Oh, I will, I will talk down on rap music for as long as we want. Talk down on it? I will talk down on it. Can uh, you do it in a rap? 
<laughs> can you rap down? All right. Can I rap down on it? No, but uh, rap, it's it's a silly, silly... It's not music, so... Oh, my God. Dude. It's not even music. <laughs> I'll just go to... And Pitbull is the worst offender of well, that. Okay, and we can all get behind that. You gotta you gotta wrap yeah, it up with Pitbull. Beetlejuice going away. Uh, no date set on that yet. Um, but yeah, we've we've got to get over and start doing. Yeah, these no, we've been talking about this promised. since the first episode yeah. that we've all been on together. So you said disasters close and really soon. Is is uh, Beetlejuice going at the exact same time, or was that one not announced? They were both together. What I only heard disaster. I wasn't listening to you, to be honest. Oh, okay. He yeah, wants to right. know when Beetlejuice is going. Is they there haven't a date? announced the date. Okay, I didn't think sometime, they'd announce Beetlejuice. It'll be but... sometime after Halloween Horror Nights. Okay. So, we so have a little bit of time. That's our next thing, then. That's yeah. what we got to do, for sure. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll, well, disaster first, and yeah. then sometime throw Twister in there. I know we, we need to go and document it better than we have at this point. Yeah. And for the archives. Beetlejuice and yes, the archives because people are going to want to know what this crap was. No, I wish this existed from when I was a kid. I wish there was the Ghostbuster show somewhere. It is. It's just in really awful quality on YouTube somewhere because well, people back then were using the (laughs) the camcorders on the shoulder. Just popping a new VHS (laughs) over here. Fantastic. So, goodbye to those attractions. We'll miss you. Fast and Furious Supercharged, I'm sure you will not be a letdown, and you will do right by leaving these attractions. Um, That leads us into the big news of last night, the reason why I'm so tired, and that is we got all of the Halloween Horror Nights juicy details that we finally wanted. Everything's unveiled. Yay. You sound like Kermit the Frog. I thought that was Clara. I do it every now (laughs) Clara, Kermit. So, yeah, after a fun social media campaign leading up to uh, last night at midnight, we finally got all of the juicy details that we wanted. As uh, we talked about on the show before, we knew four houses going into last night. That would be uh, most of the intellectual properties, including Insidious, The Walking Dead, Freddy versus Jason. Freddy versus Jason, which Rhino said he was very excited about today. And I don't after after the announcements. Sorry, I should preface that because I know I I said I was actually excited to see it too. But after the announcements last night, Freddy versus Jason went way down on my list. Whereas on Rhino's list, apparently it rose (laughs) to the top as the cream of the crop. Well, I'm excited for the werewolf in in London. We haven't. God, spoilers. (laughs) That was already announced. (laughs) No. Do not listen. (laughs) Well, when I was reading the article, it was the first thing I read, so that's why I was like, oh, yeah, okay. We'll get there. Sorry, Kay. We haven't even announced the last house yet. Stealing his thunder. What was the last house? Um, We said Freddy versus Jason. Jason. We said the Walking Dead. The Purge. purge. We talked about that last week. We talked about that last week. We did. I am excited about that one. Yeah, you weren't here last week to talk about it. Well, no. technically, you showed up about halfway through the show. She's I showed up 15 <laughs> minutes into the show. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I was looking at the clock. It I was showed a little up more like 20, but... Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so those were the four houses we knew before going into it last night. And then we got all the massive announcements coming in and... 
they went as followed, and we are going to go into it in more detail. So I'm just going to list off right now what was announced. First off, the final IP, an American werewolf in London, followed by the four original concept houses, which were Jack Presents, 25 Years of Monsters and Mayhem, followed by Run, Blood, Sweat, and Fears. It's a nice play on Blood, Sweat, and Tears, of course. (laughs) I thought you would appreciate that. And, uh, you know, shut up. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> Asylum in Wonderland 3D. Dale's favorite. And Body Collectors Recollections. And then also, leading into that, are the five scare zones, which are Psycho Scarapy, Unleashed, Icons, Halloween Horror Nights, Scary Tales, Scream Punk, Evil's Root, and All Night Die-In Double Feature. Then in terms of the shows, of course, Bill and Ted coming back. Woo-hoo, Classic. Always. Got to. And uh, then... Uh, then the carnage returns. So no, um, no Rocky Horror Picture Show this year. The oh, carnage returns. That's going to be big for those uh, Rocky Horror fans. But they still play. Well, it, I was going to say they the can MC, still see right? it at the AMC Theater. Yeah, but it's Not as two different things. Yeah, well, I, did, I never got to see the Halloween Horror Nights one. That was just like it was a very songs, con- right? yeah. It was just the songs. Yeah, okay. yeah it's and not show. even all the songs. It was a it twenty was minute condensed, very yeah. very condensed. But not even some of the highlights because it skipped some. Some good ones in there, but I I'm was not in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, yeah I know, I know, okay. we know, we know, we know. Some terrible pictures on the internet somewhere. If someone we, digs deep enough, we know <laughs> they're out there. People can find them. Google. That's what it's for. So, um, yeah, that was the big buzz from last night. So instead of keeping that uh, lower third on the bottom of the screen for those of you watching the show, that's going to bother you if that stays up for the next. 35 minutes so we're gonna get rid of that and we're gonna jump into the meat and potatoes no none of that that bull cocky with the the mid-show shuffle and we're not we're not doing any of that we're just we're talking halloween horror nights for the rest of the show for everyone out there who hates halloween horror nights i deeply deeply apologize but um (laughs) we love it Yeah. yeah we love it and it's big news I am so excited. I was in the park last week, and they are already starting to set up. They've got jack-o'-lanterns up in the trees Ooh. in one of the scare zones, and they've got big banners for those um, the classic characters that they're bringing. I guess they're Jack's people or whatever, like the Rat Lady. Jack's they, Maniacs. Yeah. The Rat Lady Jack's has a Maniacs. banner, and uh, I forget what the other ones are. But oh, They have, like, the Caretaker, yeah. the Usher. Yeah, they all have banners up on one of the streets. On so, Hollywood. Um, so, yeah, I guess in that's... In Hollywood, not on Hollywood. Where the scare zone is it's it's exciting like you're just starting to get a little bit of a you know it's coming yeah well so the hope for colder weather here too so that's why i get excited that's the best part about halloween horror nights it's 90 degrees throughout the entire (laughs) event until the last night usually on like november 1st and then all of a sudden (laughs) it drops into the 30s at night and it's like what happened (laughs) why am i shaking so much i i remember last year we went on november 1st uh Pete, Dustin, uh, some of Pete's family, and myself and Kylie. And Kylie showed up in, like, shorts and a T-shirt. And it did get down into, like, the oh mid-30s. Oh. And she had to leave after, like, three or four houses just because she was freezing cold. I think Dustin was looking for a SpongeBob hoodie. He didn't <laughs> I find was. it. <laughs> I didn't find the SpongeBob hoodie, but I did get a Captain America hoodie. That's right. That's that was a good night. Yes. That was fun. Um, so let's actually, instead of talking about memories past, let's talk about what's coming. So, uh, I already said it. The first one, an American werewolf in London. Well, really yeah. So this house, of course, made its debut in Halloween Horror Nights. 
uh, two years ago during HHN 23. And uh, it was the number one maze voted, uh, attended, all of that. It was a amazing, amazing house. Huge hit. Did a run in Hollywood last year, a little bit different. It's coming back to Orlando this year. And uh, last night on Twitter, Michael Aiello, uh, the the main man of Halloween Horror Nights in charge of everything, uh, he admitted that this one is a scene-for-scene scene, scene remake of everything from the house the previous house two years ago, but with a couple new surprises in. Oh, cool. So that's the first time they've ever done this. A straight up revisit like that? Yeah. Do you think they're going to be uh, more of the puppets in it? Because that was truly the most terrifying part of those houses. Do they need more of the puppets? Well, I remember two or three. I don't, I don't remember there being an excessive amount of puppetry. I remember loving it, but I only remember, well, maybe it's because I had my eyes closed. That that might be no. There was there was a good amount of puppets. I thought the scares were absolutely phenomenal in this house. It's they were. I was terrified in that house. It's either my first or second favorite house. Probably I would say my first favorite house of all time. Granted, I haven't been wow. going for that long, so I can't really. Well, that's why I'm excited for it because you just speak so highly of it. And I it's think good. Experience this one. It was incredible. It did. It did just such a great job of showing off the entire movie which is a fantastic movie if you've Mm -hmm. never watched an american werewolf in london uh do yourself a favor go and buy it on amazon or rent it on itunes whatever it it doesn't cost that much you can probably get five dollars two pack with the sequel there too Uh, no (laughs) because everyone wants an american werewolf in paris it had that guy that was popular for a hot second gene kelly gene kelly that's it gene kelly was an american werewolf dancing around as a werewolf it was a great one. If you haven't seen it, then uh, you're in for no. a treat. You're in for a treat. Um, but yeah, big shock that they're completely doing it as a exact replica uh, with new surprises. Well, if it ain't but broke, don't fix it. You know. I, I agree, and I mean, in other years where you see like a disappointing house, which are kind of like, eh, it would be better if they would have done something a little more unique, a little more original. Uh, in this case, yeah, they're bringing back an intellectual property, but. At least now, for anyone who didn't get to visit it, they finally get that chance like Rhino. Or yeah. for people like me who are obsessed with it, I get that one extra shot. Well, probably that. like 30 extra shots because um, I want to go every single night if it's possible. It's not possible. It gets not that word me. of mouth going real well for that. Like being like, you know, oh, remember that awesome house? Like, So it kind of brings people in on that. I don't know. Yeah, that the, word of mouth. Yeah. I don't know. Why is it getting weird? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it wasn't getting weird. You just made it weird. Got a little banjo play for a second. I didn't like it. I don't like it. (laughs) You just made it weird. Trust me. Yeah. Um, So Halloween, uh, or wow, an American werewolf in London. Coming back. Hope everyone is super pumped for it. This is the one I look forward to the most. Good. This is where the pumping begins and ends for me. (laughs) No, it just begins. There's another one I'm excited for. I know. Oh. Freddy versus Jason. I know. You freak. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> but I like but I it's so stupid. It's such a terrible movie. But but I do like the idea of uh, the haunted house, like the epitome of these two horror movie icons going at each other in this house. Like it and it unfortunately it's gonna have to force me to watch that movie again As we said, that I do own. If it's done well, if they're actually fighting each other while putting people in the middle of it, yeah. it'll be great. But if you just have a random Freddy and a random Jason pop out. Yeah. Then it's 
It's there, not. There has to be that epic fight scene that you, you walk across. Like, And I know that this wasn't a fight scene, but it reminds me of the Resident Evil house that they had. The ending scene with uh, – what's his name with the crazy blonde hair and the giant – uh, gun uh, just standing there looking really epic so it's like it, it wasn't a scary portion but if you were able to walk past like this big epic scene that was completely visual and, and yeah. just amazing that that would be really cool it wouldn't be scary because it would be right in your face um, but it would be epic well, and it would be I, in cool. my head on that, the note is like I'm the one scene I'm imagining is the scene on the beach at Camp Crystal Lake with the fire everywhere and you know that scene where they're like fighting on the on the water there and i'm i'm kind of like will they do that if this is right out of the movie they've got to have the camp i mean most of that movie takes place at the camp like very little i'm i'm assuming it starts in elm street moves on and then it ends in the camp so i'm i'm looking forward to like maybe some sort of cool indoor outdoor but we don't know necessarily that it's following the movie plot line it's just taking I thought they these said two- it was i don't think they ever said that it was going to follow the exact movie plot line i think they just Said that it was a battle between Freddy versus Jason. Yep. So, but moving on to the original houses, where I think JL and I are at least excited about, since Mm -hmm. Rhino can't be. Well, there's some things. He's being a grumpy Gus. No. So, the first one, uh, as I've said, Jack presents 25 years of Monsters and Mayhem, truly a house that could only be uh, created after 25 years. Massive, massive years of Halloween Horror Nights. And what's it going to do? Well, it's described as Jack is back, Jack the Clown, and he invites you to join him for the ultimate reunion in horror. Universal classic monsters will attack from the shadows. Meat grinding maniacs will rip every scream from your throat. And Ghost of Horror Nights past will stalk you around every corner. You'll find yourself dying to get in and relive your most haunting memories of the past 25 years of Halloween Horror Nights. I am really looking forward to this one because I missed out on Halloween Horror Nights for the grand majority of its existence. I only started going three years ago. And so I am looking forward to the opportunity to be able to see at least a little bit of a glimpse of what I missed if I can keep my eyes open in the house. Absolutely. And uh, Mr. Aiello shed a little bit more light on this one. Um, He said that this is going to be the size of the Walking Dead house last year. Oh, wow. Which, that gets me excited right there. That house was so long. uh, I didn't always agree with it. It got better as the event went on. Um, But the size of the house alone, that's something to get excited about. Um, Some of the, the things that he did mention that would be seen in the house, some of the scenes... I've actually seen like Forsaken, Nightingales, and then the thing that gets me most excited is someone asked if HR Blood and Guts would be a part of this <laughs> one. And he confirmed that HR Blood and Guts will be back with it. And I don't I think I've talked about it before. I'm sure I have. But the first year I got to go to Halloween Horror Nights, I wanna say it was twenty one. This was the fun house that they did you know they either tried to do like a 3d house or a fun house something along that lines and hr blood and guts it was a look through every single holiday but it was just it was so ridiculously stupid like you get to the christmas scene and you know you have the crazy santa yeah but arbor they had arbor day and it was just a bunch of trees that ran out at you <laughs> the Easter Bunny was like a psychopath. There was a pilgrim rock walking around. I remember with his, the pilgrim. That scene sounds the like so one. much fun. This that's where whenever I said that uh, American Werewolf was my number one, this is the only house that 
might rival it. And, you know, because never going to Halloween Horror Nights before. And then this was one of the first houses I ever went through. <laughs> it just, it left that lasting impression on me. It was so stupid. But in a good way, it sounds like. I would have a good time in that house. And I just, the fact that that's going to make an appearance in, as you said, we're going to get to learn a little bit more about the ones that we've missed out on because we haven't attended this event. Because uh, we weren't around here mm-hmm. then that that makes me very excited for this and i think rhino might even be okay with it too yeah no no <laughs> I, I, I i'm okay with this one i'm gonna say the word here that was used in the description is the word that i feel like i kept thinking of was the uh um like bone crunching or something like that what did, how did you describe it you just changed the page now it was meat grinding meat grinding meat grinding grind. is the word i feel like they use that word in several descriptions of the houses and i was like Ugh, it's gonna be a meaty year this year i mean i think it's there are several ways to get scares at halloween horror night sometimes with uh practical effects and you often see where they're they have someone on a table cutting them apart or grinding them up i mean it's just it's these effects that are always disgusting and brutal that they can reuse every year, and it just it works yeah. all the time. So, so don't- let me let me ask this. Okay, so in this house, you know, Jack's Maniacs or whatever they are, um, the things that will be in this house won't be the IPs, right? It will be Universal Creative's original concepts for houses because they always have their original stuff as well, and often some of those are like. My favorite, like I, yep. I think it was last year, was um, there was one I really loved. I can't think of what it was called. I want to say my Sharona. Is it La Llorona? Llorona. La Llorona. Yeah, oh, the, um, the lady in white. Yeah, I really liked that one. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> No, but it's funny because it sounds like it. <laughs> it does. Like, it was the only thing coming to me at the moment. Okay. But I really liked that Haunting one. Haunting cover of that song that played when she went through the house. <laughs> My Sharona. Sharona. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> anyway, I, would, I, I like the idea of there being a house with their original concepts and, yeah. and not just a collection of IPs. Yeah, I, I agree. I I mean, I've, I've said it. I love their original concepts um, from stuff like H&R Blood and Guts to La Llorona to a couple years back they did um, Evermore with mm-hmm. the Edgar Allan Poe house. Or oh, Nevermore. Right. Why did I say Evermore? Is that with uh, Haley Williams? Or? <laughs> <laughs> there, there was one. There was a gothic house uh, two years ago that I thought was yeah. beautiful. Beautiful. No, they, they do such a great job at their original houses. So maybe we'll get Rhino to turn his frown upside down and be a little more excited. In a haunted house? Yeah. <laughs> turn my frown into an open mouth scream. Well... <laughs> I, I think you're definitely going to be a fan of the next one. Run. Yes. Blood, Sweat, and Fears. Congratulations. You've been selected to be one of the lucky contestants on Run, the most popular and brutal television show in the world. In well, this that, house... I'm sorry, Craig. I just have to interrupt you because it's funny that you say that description. This looks like the American Gladiators uh, logo. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> in this house, you'll have to try and avoid the most skilled assassins known as the Reapers as you walk through death obstacles designed to mangle and shred, all for the amusement of the audience watching from home. Death, death obstacles. <laughs> and good news, the run, the now rundown Hellgate prison has been selected as the battleground. Good luck. This so, one sounds like it's going to terrify the crap out of me. Well, this is the Running Man version of a Halloween house. So, <laughs> Run, Run has been a 
house in the past, as we talked about on the rumors, HHN rumors episode a long time ago. Uh, Reapers and Hellgate Prison are both being brought back from uh, other Halloween Horror Nights ones. But in general, Rhino just said it. Running Man. Yeah. Yvette, like... Uh, he looks so bored, too. Mr. Aiello said no, it on a good Twitter. Movie. Sorry, I'm trying not to cough. It, it, oh. It's the, hurting me. The theme's going back to its roots as an 80s-inspired game show. I mean, if you've never seen Running Man first, do yourself a, oh, yeah. do yourself a favor and go out and watch that Arnold Schwarzenegger classic. Um, it's a great... I think I own that on Blu-ray. Maybe I own, DVD. I, I own I it on DVD. Free, yeah. I've never seen. I've never seen it, but I think there is something to be said that... There must be some sort of inspiration both in this house and in that film to oh. American Gladiators. There has to be because this looks exactly like it. Well, the outfits they wear in the movie are those like one piece zip up unitard kind of like it. It definitely has that kind of vibe a little bit, I guess. Yeah, it's I, I love Ronnie Man and I wish I knew more about Run and its history in yeah. terms of Halloween Horror Nights, but. Um, my God! If they even put like one Arnold Schwarzenegger lookalike in, I would, I would in the say, yellow yeah, jumpsuit, please. I would just lose my crap. <laughs> <laughs> I would just—you hate the feces smell in the houses, Rhino. It'll it would just smell like feces. Thanks. I'm, th- I'm oh, throwing that out there. Thank you yes, for that, Craig monkey. Williams. <laughs> I went there. It's disgusting. Diarrhea. Because you poop your pants. Because <laughs> pooping pants. <laughs> Consider me Miles Davis. <laughs> That's peeing pants, so sorry. Okay, the next house. Asylum in Wonderland 3D. JL's house. Yes. A new volume of Scary Tales has been released by Ultraviolent Comics. Asylum in Wonderland. This time around, you'll follow the white rabbit through the looking glass and into a murderous 3D Wonderland. All of the beloved characters will come to life in this chaotic world with an insane nightmarish twist. You'll be left asking one question. Is it all really in Alice's mind? Or are the images you see real enough to kill you? I was hoping you were going to go, Is it all really an Alice's mind? Like, you got to get scared. In a world. (laughs) (laughs) So, I am very excited about this, obviously, because of the theme. And um, I don't know if it's coming back from the year that they did all of the fairy tales as their theme for Halloween Horror Nights. But I always regret having missed the year that they did that. I'm not crazy about it being the 3D house. Yeah, that's where the big disappointment comes into this, is that they're making it the 3D house, which... Um, which just means you put on wacky goggles, and there's, like, shiny, bright lights. It's, and it's always a little bit... Well, it's disorienting. It's supposed to be disorienting, but you don't enjoy the house as much, yeah. because you can't really see what's going on. It gives them a guaranteed way to cut some corners, because... The the glasses you put on, they look like the cheap 3D glasses that they hand out. Not even like the ones you'll get at a 3D movie. No, like, like the, the paper ones. ones from back in the 50s. Exactly. Or it was. And they, if you've seen them in the past, if you've never seen them in the past, they're not 3D. They just disorient the light and kind of break it up. So it, I got those at like the science museum when I was five years old on a field trip. The fireworks yeah. when you were a kid in your yeah. town yeah. would give them to you. Sometimes. What's What's more special about these particular houses is they really focus on the black light elements, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's what makes these really cool. And I've I've run through these houses uh, with both the glasses on and the glasses off, and even with the glasses off, just the the way that they illuminate these with the black light, and you can even see it in this logo if you're watching. That's definitely like a black light poster. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's it the really color scheme. it gives you the idea that that is what it's going to focus on and they look amazing i say if you're willing 
go through it without the glasses because I think it's just a distraction. Then I might try that I'll because be I am so excited about this theme. But the 3D houses, I mean, I enjoy the 3D houses, but they're always lowest on the on my favorite my scale of enjoyment. I think that's true for a lot of people, uh, but. Yeah, Dustin kind of said it right. Do it once with 3D. Do it without 3D. Figure out what you like more. And uh, if you don't like either way, then just don't do it again. <laughs> do it a third time. Just <laughs> to make a, sure. Do it a third time. And then after that, then realize it realize it's the end of the night and you just wasted your one night at Horror Nights going through <laughs> Asylum in Wonderland. Way too many times. The final original house, Body Collectors, Recollections, they have returned. The Body Collectors are on the hunt for the human parts they so desperately need. Emerging from the darkness on a cold winter night, they descended upon the unknowing inhabitants of Shady Brook Asylum. Get ready to face their sharpened blades as the screams of their recent victims echo where, through the halls. Where did they get the blade sharpeners? You know what? That's a good question. <laughs> they don't call it Shady Brook for no reason. <laughs> they probably got it at the Home Depot. Um, but at the same time, uh, this is actually going to take place in the late 1800s at the Shady Brook Asylum. So oh, I don't believe that uh, the Home Depot was open at that point yet. Um, it looks like Shutter Island. Uh, it looks like it has that kind Ooh, of great vibe. movie. I imagine there's going to be a lot of people wearing white, those white nighties. You know, the. 18th century, like, I don't know. The nightgowns? They, they look like pillowcases that you wear. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Of that with, blood with the little cats. Effects underneath. And, yeah. Little candlesticks. Like Scrooge. Yeah, a lot of, lot of Scroogies. Yeah, I'm, I'm not super familiar with Shady Brook Asylum and the Body Collectors. Again, stuff I've missed out on. However, I'm excited about uh, the one detail that was given that it's going to take place all during a massive snowstorm. Oh, that's and, cool. I think I lost um, over that. It's a bit unique, right? Yeah, I can't... Oh my god, what was the name of the house a couple of years ago? Did they have a snow one? It wasn't a snow one. It was a walk. It was kind of in like a cemetery, and it was all outdoors in the snow, and like they had weeping angels there. Yeah, that too. was the gothic and house. It was. I thought that was uh, part of the Dracula untold or no. whatever. They did they did have a, a little uh part of the scene of Dracula last year. That I about- now that you're saying that, I remember there was oh, a little bit of snow I think or something oh. like that. So it's not the house where you were out on a rooftop and um, No, that was a different one. This was from 11. It was um Winter's Night, The Haunting oh, okay. of Hawthorne Cemetery. That's oh, the one okay. that oh, I was thinking about. This was I mean, you step into these houses that are simulating the cold, and it's such a relief going from the hot Florida yeah. weather, and then you instantly, you're frozen as soon as you get in these Unless houses. Unless you're Kylie wearing shorts. Yeah, and then you're just not really smart all the time, but <laughs> God, I love her. So, <laughs> it's like, you better in that sentence real well. Throw that one in there. <laughs> I'm excited about the massive snowstorm that's taking place. My, If they can just blow snow on you during the entire maze that See, that would be cool yeah i mean is someone like you who's looking down on it might even uh... i'm not looking down on it that was I'm a lot of facial movements there's a mini stroke right there um, <laughs> i i'm excited i'm excited for anything that's going to use cool effects i love the production of it so i'm just looking for more of that i'm i don't i'm just over like i just i want people to be creative and not just be popping out around corners at me and I just, ooh, here's my intestines. Wait, so let me ask you this question. You just said you want it to be creative. Yeah. 
So you would prefer intellectual properties that are arguably not as creative. You know as how I feel about original houses. No, but my favorite thing about Universal is how you step into movies. So Halloween Horror Nights, I feel like, is one of the best examples of how they allow you to become a character in a movie. As in the Halloween House last year, you were in the movie watching all those scenes from the movie. Like it was, I loved that. Like being able to go into a thing. Like a pre-existing story. But it's that last action hero complex where you're the kid that gets to be in the Arnold Schwarzenegger That's not movie. how they're all like, though. What? No, I, I know they're not all like that. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I'm fine with the, the middle, the midpoint, the half and half. Like, I don't think it should always only be those houses. You just look for a very specific type of house that y- yeah. you want. Yes, yeah. And and I'm and I I'm going to get that this year in the American Werewolf House the way I got it in the Halloween House last year so like there is a house that will provide that for me at least at least one of them I would, so. I agree with you to a sense there are there's a certain type of house that I like and those are the ones that are really intense really get you in the middle of the action mm-hmm. uh, what was the one two or three years ago where you were on like a runaway prison train um, I can't think of what it was called but it was really havoc derailed, yeah, havoc derailed. it was really really action packed and I it it was not an intellectual property that I'm aware of. It was just something that they created and it really put you in the middle. I loved it. I just, I haven't, and my experience is probably the least amount here with the Halloween Horror Nights, but I I just haven't had an experience with an intellectual, uh, not an intellectual property, with an original property that I've been blown away with yet. So that so, so hopefully this will this year will prove me wrong. Like we'll yeah, this year that. you're we'll gonna love their feeling, my Sharona so. house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the what? My I heard a different word. Okay. Yeah, La Llorona. That was a great house. That was really good. C. Scare zones. Psycho Scarapy unleashed the criminally criminally insane inmates of Shady Brook Asylum. Back to Shady Brook, have escaped and mm. unleashed their horror on a Halloween block party in the streets of New York. Come join the party goers as the inmates kill for the best Halloween costumes for their very own special costume contest, where you will be the judge. Oh, and this will be the bloodiest scare zone ever. This is oh. kind of cool. Like it's it's as if you have the scare zone that is the asylum, and then I mean the uh, the house that's the asylum, and then the scare zone is like the escaped uh, people. Yeah. It's like they've gotten out. Synergy. <laughs> and of course, if you couldn't put that together, it's going to be in the New York section, a wide, massive uh-huh. area. Um, Another link to Shutter this. Island. I. Uh, it's the one where they grab you the most. They don't grab you, but you know what I mean. You can be isolated easily, so be careful. We'll see how this one goes. Uh, I think it has promise, but at the same time, I don't know. I just don't know. Uh, next one, as JL already started to kind of reference icons. HHN. Uh, and now for the scare zone they're looking forward to the most. It's time to take a look back into history and come face to face with icons from our past. Iconic characters from the event's 25 year history, such as the caretaker, storyteller, director, and more will be found roaming the streets of Hollywood. I even heard that the rat lady will be making her grand return. This will be in Hollywood. All right. So, what I'm wondering is if this scare zone is not going to be like most scare zones where the people come after you but if it's going to be more like they did last year with the face off off section where 
the characters are up on platforms and you can actually get pictures with them in the background because they had the way that they had in the streets when I saw it the other day those banners set up at very specific points I could see how very easily they would just put place a platform in front of the huge banner and that would be what that is I believe that is the end goal that the characters although they might not be up on platforms they might be in the streets but they will actually come with uh, side characters that fit into their theme that will actually be the ones doing the scaring, just like Face Off did, where yeah. you had their characters up there moving around on the stage and then their minions were down around doing everything. I really enjoyed that way of doing a scare zone. Okay, scare zones for me are at least half of the terrifying nature of Halloween Horror Nights because in the scare zones, these people always come after me. Somehow I'm a magnet for them. They always <laughs> just come right to me, ignore everyone else. And um, so it can be a little bit unnerving and, and terrifying. In this scare zone, I got, a, I felt like I had a little bit more space to breathe because they kind of stayed in their, you know, places and I could get my picture with them in the background. And, but I still felt relatively like, you know, I didn't feel like I was going to pee in my pants all the time. Whereas walking in the other scare zones, it's always a risk. Sorry, that might be TMI. No, it's. <laughs> What a lovely little story. It's just an insight into your psyche going into Halloween Horror Nights. All right. The more you know. I'm happy that people always go after you. It makes me excited to go with you so they leave me alone. They probably will. They come. It's like this neon sign, scare JL, scare JL. So. For me, I walk around the scare zones and they walk up to me. I just... It's not like intentional, and it's not like I'm trying to like brush him off, but I just keep walking, and it's like they're like, okay, "This guy's not even worth it. He's not just flinching casual, or nothing." Casual, yeah. I casual think that stroll. maybe that's why they attack me because they can tell that I scare so easily. There was one year I physically just fell down on the ground in the fetal position like this until the one character went away because it was yeah, I was terrified. Right, right, right. I was terrified. When you get to that point, you need. To like, you need to ch- either change your approach or you need to just <laughs> not go to this anymore. If you're at the point where you're in the fetal position, something's up, man. I was. I, I was somewhere with you and you screamed out recently. Maybe it was when we were at Disneyland the last time and we were in the castle. Like, the castle. And oh, we were looking yes. at the thing. And we did the walkthrough the of the castle. And there was like the little like goblin appearing. <laughs> 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 like, and I just like, she scared the crap out of me, so we both screamed in the castle. And we just, did. Like, that, know, so that's not that a good happened. sign for what's going to be like when we go. <laughs> Sorry. Brace yourself. Back on track. Sorry. Here we go. Evil's rude. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to be immersed in Halloween's most evil traditions in the scare zone located in Central Park. Here you'll find the event's traditional jack-o'-lanterns in the air as you encounter evil fairies, humanoid bats, scarecrows, and more. Think grown evil from 2011, but on a whole nother level. I love, I love traditional Halloween ones. Whenever they did the, uh, the grown evil one, I believe that from my memory, that's where they actually had like the shorter people, probably shorter ladies dressed up as like little kids trick or treating and popping out. And just, I like traditional Halloween. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Those old values. <laughs> Those <laughs> old values. I'm trying to walk that politically correct line. You can just say little people. It's I don't okay. think it was they little people. The, I think it was short little, women. Shorter women. Like little JLs running around in Halloween costumes. No, with shorter. Sugar. You're you're being okay, generous. They were little people. Then. You again can't really get legally shorter than JL and not be a little person. Well, you can't. Like Kristen Chenoweth is like 
four foot ten. I only know because she was on Conan two nights ago, and whenever she stood next to him, you know what I'm going to call you out on. Right no, 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 okay. no, no, no. Oh, Conan O'Brien's a gay trap. No, Kristen Chenoweth is. <laughs> but I was watching you knew Conan her O'Brien. Okay, all right. Because he digs himself back out every time. <laughs> because she literally goes and gives him a hug and was crotch level. Well, Conan with is him a giant because he's six yeah. foot five. He's a seven foot uh, redhead, and Craig has a lot of uh, empathy for that. You know, I do. Yeah, ginger giants. I do. I'm gonna start a fan club. And she, they even talked about her height and then molestation on airplanes. It was a good episode. <laughs> Go back and watch it. TBS.com slash Conan. Team Coco.com. <laughs> Team Coco. Not, in no way here. sponsors this show at all, but... I have a question about yes. Evil Takes Root. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. Or talking <laughs> to show. Okay. Evil's Roots, yes. Um, so is this going to be uh, a section like last year's? They had the, the Bayou stuff with the voodoo. Yeah, and... this is in Central Park. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. I was just... That's the question. That's it. That's the question. So if you're into classic Halloween, if you've ever watched the movie Trick or Treat and you said, oh, that's what Halloween's supposed to be like, I'd like to see a scare zone similar to that. To Trick or Treat? Yeah. With the little guy with the head. The guy with the big head. I know. (laughs) That movie's weird. I like that movie. Disturbing. I like it. Anyway. Oh, we skipped over. Right? What's that? Isn't there another one? There's two more. We skipped over Scary Tales, Scream Punk. Uh, Bringing to life the most horrifying Scary Tales characters with a new twist. The steampunk-inspired version of Scary Tales is sure to leave you screaming. Um, So, fairy tales in their Scary Tales format, but in a steampunk-inspired design. Um, Does that sound weird? A little bit. I don't like steampunk. No, me neither. It's just a weird combination because yeah. you can you can go the scary tales route in terms of you know you've always had the uh, the uh, brothers Grimm is they were slightly darker and then if you go that extra step you can make it like a murderous scary tale but then to add steampunk into it is um, I feel like is crossing over two different genres. That's how I feel. I yeah. mean, I actually genuinely like steampunk. But to but not murderous, but to combine it to combine it this way just seems weird. Yeah, everything's brass in steampunk. It's all like brass. Universal copper, brass, brass, gold. They have an obsession with steampunk. (laughs) They really do because, like in the Mardi Gras parade, they have the steampunk inspired floats. They've done steampunk inspired houses in the past before. I. Steampunk is cool, but it's just that That's this is a really... <laughs> I was just going to say. No, I mean, like, I, I do. I, I do. All right. Sorry. Don't. No. I'm speaking for everybody. Excuse me. But um, but I just feel like this is a weird combination. I yeah. agree with you, Jail. I, I do think it throws off the... It, it, what could have been scary, it now throws it off into a weird territory. But now, now you're, like, going to be looking at the steampunk aesthetic and being like... Oh, this is pretty. That's, yeah. Like, what's... Mm-hmm. There's a lot of machinery involved here. <laughs> so we've got two pro-steampunk and two anti-steampunk. Yeah. There we go. Uh, and the final scare zone, the one I'm most excited about, All Night Die in double feature. Uh, so I wish you'd stressed the, the puns so much more like, All Night Die in double feature. Okay, you already made that request earlier. I know, but I just—he's just glazed over one of the. I don't think that's Craig's speed. Scream punk! (laughs) I wish you would say it the way it makes me feel when I hear it said. 
which is very uncomfortable. Just it's basically <laughs> someone who is saying dance monkey dance. They came up with the pun. Now they're saying it, and they feel guilty about the yeah, fact right, that they like, came up with it. I, they're, they're, they make it like an onomatopoeia feeling. Like you say a word, and you feel <laughs> that way. Like, <laughs> onomatopoeia feeling. Okay, yeah. that was an awesome word right that's, there. That, that's that I have those good. an anti onomatopoeia feelings. Those are the words that make you feel the opposite of how you feel. Like the word silly makes you feel silly or when moist. You say it. Oh, Does God. not make you feel moist. no. It does not. That's an anti. Didn't mean anyway, to go there. Sorry, Craig. Last but certainly not least is a double feature of horror at the Carrie Drive-In Movie Theater. Wander down the streets of San Francisco, and you'll come across this theater that has been named Die-In due to the gruesome murders that occurred. Enter and also because that neon dare. inn fell off. That well, no, this is going <laughs> to be in San Francisco. You're referring to Mel's Die-In. Die. I got you. Two different. That's in Hollywood. <laughs> this is in San Francisco. Oh, Two San different Francisco. places. Whoa, my arm fell off the table. Okay. So, <laughs> Cary, Ohio. One of the longest-running traditions of Halloween Horror Nights to um, the Cary Drive-In is going to be there. And what is cool about this is that the die-in... Was that better for you? Yeah. The like, die-in. Yeah, there you go. Um, ah. It will yeah. contain horrors from both classic and contemporary films. And depending on when you walk through, you'll see black and white film characters Ooh, or modern cool. colorized characters. That's cool. That is... It's going to be awesome. Um, if I... I will. I hope that there is a black and white Frankenstein there. Yeah, that I can bother until they let me take a picture with him. And I, I, I hope will the, die a happy man. The colorized versions of those characters too. I hope they're like the colors a little bit off too. You know, like how it is when they went back and recolored all those films. What do we laughing? Yeah. What nothing? Oh, okay. <laughs> nothing. Just inappropriateness. Oh, okay. Well, um, yeah. I, I, I just think the black and white area is going to be yeah. like that. To me, is like super cool i think both are going to be great yeah black and white and coloring it's yeah. going to be a, it's going to be an awesome awesome uh place they did a black and white house a couple years back and it was very visually that unique was, yeah. yeah the classic monsters house mm-hmm. was it was, oh it was awesome. good it was good it was it was, cool. was visually very cool and i can admit that i wish i would have actually been sober going through that house because that was after <laughs> a lot of drinking at cigars and that was the first house we went to I barely remember any of it, but I remember I loved it. There was a lot of high lie yeah. happening. Oh no, that was the, back in the Bud Light days. Ah. I, I just I I'm excited that they're like tapping into the classic monsters for the you know for an oh. anniversary year. But and, and I like to see that. You know, it was that whole thing. I wanted the Alfred Hitchcock house. Like I wanted. I want. I like throwback stuff too. So. Yeah, and I think it's going to be the best one. I think we can all agree with that. Let's go on to do these two final shows. Um, I, I don't really think I need to say anything about the first one. Bill and Ted's excellent Halloween adventure. We know Bill and Ted. We've talked about it. Be a new rendition. Um, I've already heard a lot of the songs they're doing because, well, they rehearsed it. Ten o'clock at night, and unfortunately, my oh, house is house. literally <laughs> right behind the Fear Factor stage. So like I just. Out. Yeah. I, I don't even need to do that. It, I literally just if the windows open, I hear the whole show. You're like, oh, okay. It I, gets annoying by I, like night twenty. <laughs> I doubt they'll do the whole uh, magical tracking wristbands this thing this year. Uh, I think yeah. that's dead. Yeah, I think I think they'll probably be in for a new joke or two. Yeah. So, but uh, I heard Bad Blood playing. So anyone who's Ooh, excited for that, there you Taylor go. Taylor Swift. Oh. See if it makes it to the final cut. Um, oh, did you? He did it. 
You did. You're getting better. The yeah. final cut. Yeah, you no, gotta say kind of, if no, they make not it, like that. If they write it up with that many puns in it, then they know that people are uncomfortable saying it. Yeah. So you should make people feel uncomfortable when you say it. The other show, The Carnage Returns. Jack the Clown is taking Halloween Horror Nights back in a blaze of murderous mayhem mm. <laughs> with right, his hold. army of feared followers and his companion in Carnage Chance. I don't know. He doesn't really do it right, Rhino. He kind of <laughs> sounds like he's about to vomit. Remember, Jack always has the laugh, laugh. Last laugh. <laughs> <laughs> now you sound no, like the count. Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> One laugh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Murder. Jack and Chance are back in this all new stage show that it's across from Mel's Die In. So it's not even taking place on the Beetlejuice stage, which makes you think why didn't they just get rid of Beetlejuice then? Or why not also bring back Rocky Horror and go crazy, do three shows at once? Um, but we don't know. They will celebrate the kill. Along with their maniacs, I think it could be. Uh, think it could have promise to it. Yeah. Definitely think. Oh, shut up! <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I don't see. see. The only thing that makes me think of is last year with Bayou of Blood mm-hmm. doing the pop up stage right outside at mm-hmm. the end of the scare zone, and they're supposed to do the live sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And after the first night, that only like one person got to see the sacrifice actually happen. And then they had to pull the entire show because it was too scary. And then it just had the voodoo lady up there. I, they, they're not going to be able to pull this show so it's in a, since it's an actual show. But kind of makes me think that maybe it's going to be like right there in that same area there and just be kind of like a walk up thing. And I don't I just hope it works. Me too. Works. I am so stoked about this year. Yeah. No, that's that's all. That's everything in a in a get and caboodle. Uh, it's going to be an awesome year. I know Rhino's not super pumped for it. I am excited. I, I yeah. I I'm not like there's there was nothing that blew me away, and I think it's just because our prediction show was so good. I feel like that I was like, I think we had some good ideas. So maybe next year, tough crowd. Um, yeah, but who knows? And then we're gonna cut back to the. I all I can imagine right now is going and then the episode that we're going to record after we get oh my god i loved it yeah i loved every second of or it. you're going to be like we lost him and he died or if he, we've had yeah. to commit him because he broke <laughs> during yeah. that he went to the fetal position yeah I, I i i will tell you right now copious amounts of alcohol will be required mm-hmm. to have me in some sort of state that will be allowable for this copious yeah. that's a fun word yeah yeah yep yeah yeah it was well I hope everyone enjoyed our uh, little preview of what's coming up for Halloween Horror Nights. And, of course, we're going to have a lot more to annoy you with this event moving up to the event and and then going through. I mean, it's just it's it's Halloween season, baby. It's coming. It's here to stay. So uh, thank you all for your participation or lack thereof. And uh, remember, everyone. Go on disunplug.com, and that's where you'll find our show notes, where you'll have links to anything we talk about that's actually relevant, as well as the other great shows on the Disunplugged network. And uh, right there, you'll also be able to find our contact page, which will have our email address and links to all social media in that. So if you have any questions, want to find us into further reaches, then you'll be able to do that there. It's a good site. I highly recommend it. And I'm not just saying that because... It's our site. Anyways, thank you all again. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. But remember, Halloween is universal. See you!